Hi, I'm Wyatt. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and I am really excited about our guest today, these types of episodes. I get to talk to some amazing people doing amazing things, building the lives that they don't want to take a vacation from, and they're going to share their story with us. And we've got Christine and Kevin Owens as part of our Vodacy Mastermind group, and uh, appreciate you guys joining us. I'm really, really excited for you guys to share your story and your journey so far into the vacation rental game. So thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So you guys, when we have these types of episodes and, you know, I always, I I love when this is my favorite part of what we do is really just being able to be a part of a journey with people that are going out and changing their lives and taking the, you know, taking that leap of faith and saying, Hey, listen, I want to do something different. Right. And, and it's really fun to hear the story. And I don't like to tell the story for you. And so I, you guys will do a much better job telling the story than I will, but give us an idea of background, where you guys come from, you know, what what got you interested in the short-term rental game, and then we'll dive into the actual journey itself. So so give us a little bit of a background about the Owens family. Um, well, I guess we could start really quickly with what we do, and then we'll kind of talk about how we stumbled upon you. Yeah. And so uh, I work for a small company and handle sales and marketing and all the operations of that and have been doing that for a few years after working in a university. So my setting, my background came from education and um, working in that setting and then got into business. Yeah, and I, uh, I'm a plant engineering manager. And so I've been working in manufacturing for a very long time. So we're just the, the run of the mill people out there, you know, working in, uh, working hard every day and raising a family. We have uh, three children. We have uh, a daughter that's 14 and then we have twins that are 11 boy and girl twins. So, um, you know, how that, how that is. So, I love uh, that. Yeah. we got the 12 year old twins. We're, we're, we're a year ahead of you, but very yeah. <laughs> dialed into that world for sure. Yeah, definitely exciting. So, you know, and as a family, we like to do things together and, you know, really how this whole thing started for us, we went on vacation and we went to an area and we absolutely fell in love with it. I mean, it was one of those things that you go on vacation and it's like, how can we do this more often? You know what, you know, we're at a certain point in our careers and our lives. And, you know, like I said, we just fell in love with the place. You know, it was a, it was a private Island. There was all kinds of things to do. It was tranquil. It was relaxing. And on the way home, we started having those conversations, right? And and one thing led to another. We're looking, hey, how can we learn out, learn more about what it takes to buy something like this and rent something like this and have someone else pay for, pay for something that we actually love to do, right? And enjoy this this type of lifestyle asset. Well, we stumbled across the podcast, right? And so that started the ball rolling. And then time went on, you know, a few months, yeah, you know, after listening to some podcasts, we started talking about things and um, the next thing you know, we're, we're like, we don't really know what direction to go, right? So mm-hmm. we thought we need some coaching. We need somebody to help us along with this journey, right? Um, we still didn't know where we wanted to go. We didn't know if we wanted to be in the, in the, at the beach or in the mountains. Um, and so we started going through this process. And then finally, we, we said, you know what? Let's go ahead and let's join this, uh, this group. Let's see what we can extract from it so we can be as equipped as, as possible to, to, to go on this journey. And then that's where, that's where it all starts, well, right? We wanted to like commit, right? Yeah. It's kind of one of those things where we're not risk takers. Let's just like, we're not gamblers. We're not risk takers by nature at all. And so we kept, you know, like seeing other people and hearing stories. And, and I, I don't know, just like, it just kept resonating. It's like at some point, I feel like we're just going to have to take some, like a leap of faith or something. I felt something pushing us. And it's like, if we never take a risk, nothing's ever going to come from it. We're just going to keep saving our money and doing, you know, just keep doing what we're doing, which is okay. Right. But I just felt like there was something kind of pushing us to, to just like, take that leap. And I think that that's kind of when we reached out, talked to Dave and we we're like, okay, like let's, this is scary, but let's yeah. do this. I just yeah. feel like we're supposed to do this. So yeah. when it, it's scary because it's something brand new, right. And it feels right. like, you know, you mentioned, you know, you, you, you guys are 
full, but we're both working full time. We're raising a family. We're doing all these things. Any investing experience in the past, like anything that you like any, like this, this was, this was all the first time, right? Yeah. Not any real estate type investing yeah. or anything like that. Not anything crazy, typical 401k stocks, you know, things yeah. like that, but nothing that, you know, we're, we're going to invest in that. Nothing that we really had a, like that, right. that involved in, you know, that right. wasn't just kind of right. you know, just set it and forget it kind of things. Right. And, and it does feel like this big leap of faith. It does feel risky. In fact, my dad always says, Sean, I'm not like you. I can't, you know, I, I don't, I don't take the risks that you take. And I always think it's funny when he says that to me, because in my opinion, I'm really, really conservative. Like I'm really like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm like one of the most conservative guys that I know. Like I want to have all the numbers, all the data, all these different things. But it, when it's something new, you know, and it's funny because I, when I put all this together, we started really doing this. We've been doing it for a long time. I still, you know, I still feel like, okay, I'm just an average everyday guy trying to build lifestyle and financial freedom. And that's who we love to work with. Right. And that's who, you know, it, it's this journey of like what most people don't know the, the story of why I named our company Vodacy is one, I, it was called Lifestyle Asset University, and the state of Utah called me and said, you can't use the word university in a business name unless you're actually in a university or college. It's, it's There's like four states that don't allow that. Utah happens to be one of them, and that's where I was, uh, my LLC was formed and where we live. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to, I really gave some thought to the word and, and words that we could use in our business name and everything else. And and I love the word Odyssey because it's this epic journey. It's got these ups and downs and challenges and all these different things along the way. And it, you know, and at the end of the at the end of the journey, there's usually some big payoff, right? But it, but really, an Odyssey is just this big long journey. And and then I threw the V in front of it because it's vacation homes, and so that's where that's how we came up with, with Odyssey. But at the end of the day, that's why why I like to talk about this journey that you're on, and that's where it starts for so many people is just. We go on vacation and a light bulb says, hey, somebody else owns this house. Somebody else is doing this. Maybe it could be me, right? And and it spurs yeah. that question. And then one thing leads to another, podcast, calls, all these different things that lead to another. But when going back to the conservative nature and the, the taking some risk out of it is that's what we're trying to do is give you that knowledge in that path forward so that you can feel like, okay, I'm not just throwing, I'm not just throwing, taking all my money and putting it on black or red, right? I'm not, it's not, I'm not, this isn't supposed to be a gamble. We want to be able to take this process and remove as much risk as possible, even though there's always going to be risk there, but sometimes having, having enough things to, to remove some risk and underwriting and all those different things and other people that are doing it, you have that comfort level to say, okay, I'm going to take that, that first step. I'm going to take the second step. Right. And that's what this is kind of about. And, and so it's interesting to hear. And I appreciate that because there's so many people that just get comfortable not taking that first step. And, and I love that you're able to, you know, kind of share what got you past those first steps. And, and sometimes that is surrounding yourself with other people that are doing it. Yeah, the community piece was a was a big part of it, right? Having access to people who are knowledgeable, um, going through the underwriting process. We looked at a lot of properties. Um, if you saw our Google Drive, you would say, "Oh my goodness, you guys! Um, <laughs> you guys were doing underwriting on all these different areas, different places, different bedroom formats, right? To see what was going to make sense." Um, and so it was challenging. It, you know you guys talk about don't get lost in some of the 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 analysis and, and the, the the analysis paralysis piece and we were there at, at some points like hey we've got to step away from this for just a minute we've got to back up we got to think about what we really want what's yeah. the lifestyle piece that we want to be a part of because then at one point we get to just looking what's going to be profitable but then it's like well we don't really like that we don't see ourselves in that place right yes. so it's you know first where do you want to be then does it underwrite? Does it make sense? And having those tools and access to people who have knowledge about stuff really helped us along the way too. Well, he's a data guy. So all of that stuff was huge for him. I feel like we would have never like gotten to this point, just like he wasn't just going to push all his chips in, you know, right. he, yes. I'm, more, I'm more the feeler in, in of the two, but also yeah. not super risky, but I'm definitely the more the feel, feel things first. And he's the data guy. It's what he does for a living. And so I feel like that was really helpful for me to, to learn that piece of it, because that was one of the things that we committed to was that we've walked through every step of this together. So like we weren't allowed to watch any of the course without the other one. We walked through the class together, sitting right here, 
from, you know, class one all the way through. We didn't do any of it by ourselves. And so that was cool though. I feel like for me to be really in the trenches and learning all of that stuff and seeing the data stuff that isn't really my nature necessarily and seeing, okay, this does work and this is why it works and this is what we're looking at it. And I feel like that was huge for him to just like have that, um, that foundation, just like I said, that's how he operates. He looks at numbers, he needs that. And so it just was, it was just good to have that. It was really good information that you guys help equip us with. So it didn't feel risky once we got in there and got educated. Right. And, and there's a, this could, this, this episode could last a long time, just so everybody who's listening just knows, because I'm going to try to unpack things because this is really interesting to me. And there's a few things you said that I want to unpack and and not let kind of go by the wayside. One is that how awesome it is that you guys committed to watching and doing this together. Like you said, we're not taking one step without the other one. And when you're making big decisions like that, that is, that is often overlooked. And we think, well, you just go ahead and do it, you know, with our, with spouses or, you know, one of us will usually take the lead and the other one's kind of there. But then when, when the decision has to be made, both of you are making the decision. And sometimes it's hard for the, if one person was left out of, you know, the baseline foundation of training or the knowledge base. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that is awesome that you guys did that. And I, and I love that you brought that up because some of the most successful students we have, some of the most, the biggest success stories we have, that is a common thread that we find is that, that families are doing this together. And in, in what's really fun about that for me is you know, you go through the good times and the bad times together and you grow so much together. And you like, there's times where one, most, both, most of the time you both don't have bad days at the same time. Sometimes we do, but we need the other one to have a good day while we're having a really bad day because bad days happen, right? We did that a lot. (laughs) One of us would be ready to give up. There were definitely emotional words said and and, all the feelings felt. And there would be days where one of us would want to give up and the other one would be like, no, we're not giving up. We're, you know, whatever. And it's like, I'm just venting. I'm not really giving up or, or whatever. But there was a lot of days where we traded off who, was ready to give up and who was, you know, the cheerleader. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that you, that you're, you're there. I mean, that's what it's about, right? That's what, uh, that's what just life is about is, is having the right partners by our side to be able to go through those different journeys together with, and that's what we sign up for, frankly. Right. Mm-hmm. And whether it's short-term rentals or anything in between, that's what we're there for each other for. So I, I love that you shared that part of it. The second piece that I think is really critical that very, very few people understand, and we talk about it a lot, and it is one of the most, it's a very small part of the puzzle in the very beginning of the process, the steps that you would take is one, there is an art and a science to this. And there's not all, it's not all numbers driven and it's not all, you know, touchy feely and let's just go with our gut, right? There's a, there's a mix of both of it and naturally investors that are like strict investors, when they get into this space, they want to start with the data. And we start with the data and you can really, really spin your wheels for a long time. And, and, and so, and you guys experience that, it sounds like, and I always tell people start with, to start with like the feeling side of it. Like when you guys hear me say, how do I select the right markets? We say, select the markets that you want to be, to own a vacation home in, right? And whether you plan on using it or not, tell me the market you want to own a vacation home in, and then we can figure out if that market's investable, if it has good opportunities property-wise with revenue and acquisition prices, all those different things. Because if you just start with the data, there's so many markets out there that it's completely overwhelming, right? There's just too much. And so I appreciate that you brought that up, Kevin, to say I started here and our spreadsheets were a mile long and we had to kind of take a step back and say, you know, even though you know, middle of Kentucky underwrites really, really well. That's not where we wanted to be in our situation, right? And somebody else might want to be there and it could be a really great investable market. But you guys had to kind of, it sounds like you kind of learned that by taking that step, which a lot of people do is running a lot of numbers in the beginning instead of saying, give me four or five markets that you really want to be in because we always second guess that we're going to choose the wrong market when we do that, right? And it's natural that we're like, especially if we've never done this, we're like, it can't be that simple in the beginning. Now it's not that simple. And you guys know that because you're going to layer on the data after that, but just flip flopping that order 
is huge for a lot of people in the acquisition phase is to start with the markets that you would be interested in owning in, and then let's figure out how investable they are, how they fit our property goals and all those different things. And so that's a, that's a, a very small little nuance that a lot of people don't really understand how you take that. And there is an art and a science to this. And, and both of them have to be there, especially in the short-term rental game, because this is an experience type of a business. So that the feelings have to be there. The emotion has to be there. Yeah. It's um, it was definitely a learning experience uh, for us along the way um, going, going through that. So we, uh, we enjoyed that process because we thought that it was going to really lead us into the, the area that we ultimately wanted to be, right? And so we knew that there were two areas. One was a beach area and the other one was a mountain area. The mountain area we weren't, we were unsure about, right? We scoured every, we're four hours away from the Smokies. So we scoured every market in North Carolina, all the way surrounding the Smokies, down through Blue Ridge, Georgia, and a couple other places in North Georgia. We looked at so many areas. And ultimately, when we thought about it, it's like, all right, so how much money do we want to spend? And then, you know, where we know we like both areas. So how much money do we want to spend? And what can we get the most bang for our buck for that we're going to be able to enjoy? Or maybe yeah. even going to be a little bit more profitable and cash flow a little bit better. And ultimately, it led us down to the panhandle of Florida, where we we love vacation. We vacationed down there um, for many, many years. And um, it was just a matter of us then deciding what area of that panhandle, right? And it was a, depending on two kind of, we were kind of looking simultaneously in the mountains and the beach. And it also, it was basically inventory driven as well. Yeah, so yeah. it was kind of like, we, we, but we realized we liked both of these areas and would have been happy in both. But so then we were trying to keep our eggs in a couple baskets and say, okay, well, depending on what comes on the market first, you know, we're, we're going to kind of pick based on that and so I mean we were running kind of down two roads not you know multiple but just kind of narrowed it to the panhandle and the mountains and then continued to watch inventory in both places and go mm -hmm. make multiple trips both places yeah. and then in the end it just kind of was the way it worked out based on what was available you know what met our needs what excited us and whatnot and just feel like it was felt feel like we were were led where we were supposed to be where did you, just out of curiosity, because you mentioned in the very beginning, what really spurred this is you stayed in one in, in an area that you fell in love with. Was that either of these two markets? Was no. it? Yeah. Well, we did look at that. We did look though, at that market. We but did, it was pretty pricey. It was very pricey. Um, and so we love South Carolina, right? And so it was one of those things we talked about, you know, eventually moving to South Carolina. I've looked at some jobs in, in that area um, previously. And um, it was Seabrook Island. Um, yeah. It was it was just south of Charleston. Gorgeous area. Absolutely loved it. Wildlife everywhere. Like Wild. deer in people's front yards laying yeah. there that didn't even move when you rode your bike by and stuff. Yeah. But. So that was a, we really liked it. So we looked at that and we looked at a few other areas, but it was just, we weren't willing to to put that kind of money up. Um, right. And it's a longer drive for And us. it's a longer drive, right? It's like 12 hour drive for us. Oh yeah. Much different. And so that yeah. was definitely yeah. a big factor. What can we enjoy more? Because we could like get there on a long weekend. It's hard to justify a 12 hour drive for two days, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that was a big factor too. So that moved us over to, you know, we, we, we looked at that. We also looked around the Smokies. We looked a lot around the Smokies and of course, everybody from around this area, they travel to Gatlinburg, Sevierville, um, things like that. And while we, we liked that area, matter of fact, we were there just a couple of years ago, we said, you know, let's go some, let's look at something that's a little bit small, that's a little bit more quaint and a little bit of a, a slower pace. So we started looking in areas like Bryson City, uh, North Carolina. We looked in Blue Ridge, um, uh, Ellijay, and things like that. We found some nice places that we liked. Um, we did some underwriting on, um, we found that the underwriting was a little bit more challenging um, there for what we were, what at, we least were looking, for us. at least for us. Yeah. And um, we found some really cool places that we liked. And matter of fact, we put some offers in, in places um, in the Blue Ridge area, um, yeah. as well as put offers in down in the Panhandle of Florida. What we found was it's a very, very competitive market out there. You could put an offer in or you'd, you, you'd be a day late and someone already had the place, um, yeah. you know, locked up and or paying cash for a place um or people weren't willing to negotiate right there were things that maybe were overpriced just a little bit and um so we ran into a lot of challenges i can't even tell you how we put offers on numerous places 
And some of them didn't work out, but we honestly feel like it was a blessing for some of them because of what, where it led us, right? It led us into another market. We're like, all right, that one's out. What are we going to do? We really like this area. So what are we going to do? And then after going through all that, we, we, we were looking at some different markets Said, let's make a trip. Just she and I go down there and look at Panama city, Miramar beach, Santa Rosa beach, like the 30 a area and Destin. We had, we had a, um, a bunch of properties we had listed that we were going to look at. We had our real estate agent hook us up with their assistant. They were going to, they were out of town and we said, all right, let's look at all these places. We showed ourselves some of the places like she couldn't be there. So we saw, we went to some open houses and she was like sending us the codes and we were literally like showing, we were being yeah. our own real estate agent. We we're showing ourselves the places and we'd be like, cool, check no, or, you know, like this, whatever. Right. Yeah. And so really we, we had this agenda, but we kind of a little fly by the seat of our pants, which isn't usually us. Um, but I got an email from, you know, you get those automated emails from your realtor or we did at least, I'm sure lots yeah. of them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody gets those. Yep. And, I, and I got to where like, I, I almost like quit looking at them because it was like, never, it was always a, a condo, which wasn't going to work for us for our loan. And I, I just got discouraged. And so I quit looking at those and we had had a day where we had looked at stuff. We were supposed to, I think, meet the actual realtor's assistant the next day. And I had gotten an email automated the day before and I had like overlooked it, maybe even deleted it. And something said, go back and open that email. And I don't know what. And so I, he, he was getting ready for dinner, I think. And I got on my computer and I opened the email and the very first property in that email was the property that we ended up with. And as soon as I opened it, I went, oh my gosh, like, is this, is this possible? Because we kept running into things that would say it was a townhouse, but then it would really be classified as a condo. And so I'm like immediately texting our realtor. I'm like, can you find out if this is actually a townhouse like immediately? And um, and she did and it was, and we drove out there first thing the next morning and didn't even have an appointment, but we just wanted to see like the area. And... Yeah, well, we were we were so excited about this place because it had been on the market for one, one day, day, right? So we like, hey, let's go, let's go do a drive-by. Right. It will come to find out it was a gated community. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the one gate was open. The exit gate, the exit was, open. gate was open. It's like, we're going to buy this place. We're seeing it. We're on the schedule. Let's go in. Right. And it's kind yeah. of one of those things. So we so we went in and we we looked at this place. We walked around and we talked about this. We said, if we get inside and this is halfway as nice as the picture show that it is on the inside. I said, we'll put an offer in that day with the with the agent. Fast forward to the next day. We were well, well actually we saw that, it that day. We we did see it that day. We saw it that day. Yeah, that's right. Um, we went there in the morning, we went there at nine o'clock and we saw it at one o'clock, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, we went in and we saw this place and we're like, yeah, this is it. Like we we knew immediately after all the other places that we had seen for the same price point, this place had so much more to yeah. offer. The other thing was it was beachside. Everything else that we looked at, well, you had to cross a road to get to the beach. So this was beachside. And we walked down the sidewalk. It's like a private sidewalk to the beach, but literally. Yeah. It's a it's got a private walkway to the beach. The pool was right there in the front yard, lush landscaping everywhere. And we're like, yep, this and, is it. And a high ceiling. We have a high ceiling in our great room in our house. And we built that on our like we added on to yeah. our house. And that's what like it was always our dream to have a big fireplace and big tall ceilings and we walk in our beach townhouse there's a 26 foot ceiling with a huge place that goes all the way up and so I don't know I feel like it's like that definitely like kind of snatched me like tugged at me like oh I really like that yeah so you and then the nerves start when you see you're like oh crap somebody else is going to get this right before we before I want to I want to hear I don't want to like deviate too much I want you to just tell everybody quickly the timeline because I think a lot of people it, that's important because a lot of people assume that these markets aren't as hot as they actually still are with inventory levels as low as they are. This is very current, right? Yep. So that was the end of, oh, that was the end. well, we started looking for houses like mid-May and then this particular, we looked, you know, May to June, June to July. This was late August, the end yep. like the last week of late, August. Late August of 2023. Yeah. So this yep. is, this is in the market that a lot of people say has slowed down. And, and the reality is it's not. I tell people, I'm like, you guys, when you're in the acquisition phase, which we are all the time, we're always looking, inventory is low and, low. Um, and and it's really low. And you you start to make offers on things. And somebody asked me yesterday, how patient should we be? You know, and I said, patient, you, you've got to, you got to feel like 
and sometimes it's hard because you got to be making offers. There's never the perfect home. It seems like, but there's going to be that one that you're going to walk in and be like, yep, this is, this one fits the bill way better than everything else I've looked at. And that's what you guys walked into and you feel that. Right. And then it gets exciting. Then you start to get nervous as heck that somebody else is going to wow. get it. Right. Yeah. Well, it actually, we, we were a little, we weren't excited. Right. When, we when I say we weren't excited, we wouldn't let ourselves. We wouldn't let that. ourselves get excited anymore. You didn't want to get disappointed. You were trying to, yeah. We had had a contract fall through, and it. I mean, it was crushing, and so I think that we both at that point put a little wall up, you know, if yeah. you will. We, yeah. were, we both kind of put our guard up and thought, okay, we will not let ourselves get excited until there are keys in our hands, because that yeah. just that was crushing. That was really hard. Yeah. yeah. And so it, you know, leading up that that timeline. So we signed up at the end of April with Bodicey. We went through the program. Within two weeks, we had, we had went through just about everything. Then we really started to do the full court press on acquisitions, underwriting, looking at markets. Where do we want to be? It was late nights, every single night, sitting in the office, you know, talking about things. The kids were like, what are you guys doing in there, you know? And uh, But we just kept on and kept on. And then as we got into, we, we visited Blue Ridge in, in May. We went to... Miramar in June we went you know we went to a couple of other places in in July and then in August and then finally at the end of August um that's when we found this place right and then that's when the 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 other part of the nervousness starts right it's like all right now we've got this place right we're 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 in that loan process right well and um, to back up a little bit we had went we had looked at financing with a, uh, a another another bank also we, we ended up going with um, Jeff Chisholm's group uh, mm -hmm. with North Point for our finance which worked out great great experience there but we had went for went to, uh, we had looked at an investor loan and we had a great rate with that that investor we had a timeline had a deadline in order to close we had a 5.625 rate oh, in wow. the, during the summer, which was a phenomenal rate. That is really good. Yeah. No PMI or anything like that. And so we qualified for that loan. The problem was we couldn't find anything to close. And so he's like, Hey, I need something in the next week. Give me, give me a contract in the next week or I have to close you out. And we weren't able to close on property. So we lost out on that good rate. Yeah. But ultimately, like you said, yeah. it was kind of one of those things like all along the way we kept there would be little setbacks and disappointments. But in the end, though, I kept I don't know, we're we're faithful people. And I, there were multiple times where it's like I was, I would, you know, I would ask God, and I would just say, like, hey, if this is not meant to be, I need you to close this door, like just close it because I'll be too emotional to 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 walk away if you don't close it for me. And so there were multiple times that that happened and every, it was obviously disappointing, but then we kept feeling like, okay, like, I feel good about that. That wasn't for us. Yeah. And that loan was the same way. It was kind of like, yeah. don't rush and, and end up in the wrong thing. And in the end, we ended up with so much more than what we were looking at. I mean, like the, the difference for what we paid for what we were looking at in that same price was night and day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it's so important to, to make that point of don't rush because of a specific loan that's going to close out. Don't rush because you're going to miss out on a tax, you know, a tax deal by the end of the year. This, this is, it's really applicable right now. You know, we're in the, the end of October, first of November. And a lot of people are like, well, I just, I just got to buy something because, because my, I know I, I need to take that tax right off this year. Right. And mm -hmm. don't want to let those decisions get you into the wrong long-term deal, right? You're marrying the property, right? You're that property is going to be with you or in your portfolio for the long term. And you can always refinance on the rates when when things change around. You don't have you can always do the same tax advantages next year and take advantage of what you're trying to next year. The, but that property has to be the right property. And and it's it's awesome that you were it's awesome you were able to get some of those closures, you know, that you asked for and saying, hey, listen, this is, I, I need you to, I need some help here and close some of these doors because I I don't know that I'm strong enough to close them myself. So that's, that's, I love that you shared that. I'm, I'm a faithful person myself. And I think that there's a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, truth to a lot of that. And uh, it's nice to be able to have that support when we need it. And even though sometimes the support doesn't feel like support, right? <laughs> at, at the time it happens, in, in right? It's usually like, all right, cool. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's, uh, and so it's, so as we go through that process, so we got the the new loan in, in place, we're, we're working on, we're working on getting it closed. Is it any hiccups 
from contract to close or was it, it was this one okay or was it i mean because there are, are always hiccups it seems like on every deal i mean i've closed guys on hundreds of properties and and i never feel like that i unless i just write the check for cash i never feel like that there's not an issue and i'm like really you didn't get this from me in the in the first hour instead of the 11th hour right that right, we always right. feel like I that know. I joked that the like moral of the story, like the undertone of of our story was what now? Right. Because it was like every time we turned around, they needed another document or, you know, oh, that wasn't the right thing. Now we need this. Or we gave you the wrong amount for this. We actually need this amount or whatever it was, or, you know, just silly stuff. The, you know, the locks got changed and we we were going to change the lock and they'd already changed the lock. And then we just little stuff. But, you know, yeah. little stuff in the grand scheme of things when we look back. But while it's happening, you're like, really? I, like, I don't I don't oh, want to yeah. deal with this right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. pretty, pretty emotional for sure. Just the ups and downs of just like trying to make sure that we had everything. And again, trying not to get excited because it hadn't closed yet. And we closed virtually. And, it, you know, so we were or not whatever, remotely. And so Remote, we had to yeah. like, mail us the documents and then it got delayed a day because of you had to have three days between the time you signed a disclosure and when you could sign and just little things like that kept happening and it was like okay we're not there yet we're not there yet but and she had to bear the burden of the majority of it I had to travel for work and so I that through the middle of the month I was gone a lot that's when a lot of the stuff needs to take place well she had to take care of that then we had kids who were in all kinds of activities theaters sports you name it. And she was, she was running the show. And so it was a lot of stress on her, you know, and I'm, I'm off in a hotel in Michigan somewhere with, with work, you know, and we're having conversations at night. She's like, I'm ready for you to come home. She's right. Like, this is, <laughs> this is getting kind of crazy and wild. Trying so. to keep him in, the, him in the loop and all yeah. of that. But yeah, but yeah it, it was, it was in the end, they feel like little things now, but at the moment they all felt. They bad. don't feel like little things. Yeah. In the moment for sure. But so, so when, you actually got the, hey, the, the loan is funded, recorded, the house is yours. Did you allow yourself to get excited at that point? Or were you like, okay, now now next steps are, are we got to we gotta run down that next road? Both, I think. Yeah. Do you think it was like, we, we went out we, to lunch. We, went out, we were exhausted. We went out to lunch. It's kind of like, it's like, all right, we'll get, we'll get excited here in just a little bit, you know, but it's like, all right, good job. We made it through this. Here's the, here's the first piece. And I think when, like for me, it was, you know, I went down there two days after we closed to start working on the place. I knew there was a lot of things that we were going to have to start doing, started accruing hours towards, you know, bonus depreciation and all that other stuff. And I was like, I had a plan. I had loaded the truck up. And when I got there, it was one of those things I was like, wow, I, you know, like the landscaping around, it's just really lush. I was like, okay, this is, this is why we did it. Right. This is, this is cool. I know I'm getting ready to get into a bunch of work. We're going to be working 14, 15 hours a day. But this is why we, and we're still in that phase right now, right? We're yeah. still, we love it. You know, we were just there last weekend and uh, it was great. We worked our tails off. Um, matter of fact, I don't think we have fingerprints on our fingers anymore with all the stuff that we did, but we had just, there was the two of us and we had fun going down there and doing that. And we see this place developing and we're going to grow this place into this experience and this, this place. And so we have this feeling of, all right, we're going to enjoy this, but really we want others to enjoy this as well. Right. Yeah. And so now we're starting to get more and more excited all the time as we get closer to that point where it's going to be ready for us to put this on the market. And the more invested, and the, more invested like the more we're there. I the feel like the first yeah. time I was there, like it was good. But last time, this last weekend when we were there, it just, I don't know, just started to feel a little more real. Right. And like we walked down and watched the sunset. I, I saw, we, we, we saw the beach two times in four days because we, we just had work to do. But yeah. we walked down. And I was like, I just want to go walk and see the sunset. It was pretty last night. I could see it from Target when I was buying stuff for the house or whatever. So we like walked down the, the little boardwalk and we just kind of stood there for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. and just talked and just watched it. And it was kind of like, this is kind of cool. You know? Yeah. And, and sometimes that's, it's all it takes to recharge, right? Because it's very tangible now, right? That's what I tell people, you know, that was a, that was, a, there was a lot of work. Like, you, like Kevin, you say, you know, I don't know that we had fingerprints left on our hands because we were working so hard. And, yeah. but you're there, but it's so tangible. You now own this. You worked really, really hard to make this happen, right? And, and that's to me where a lot more of the reward comes than, you know, when, when you actually do, you know, you guys will sit down and, 
have your coffee and, you know, have you sit down and just walk the walk on the beach and look at the sunset. And you're having that 15 minutes of, man, we did this and we did this together. Right. And that's, that's really, really fun. And that's really, really, you know, an intangible part of it. We always focus on just the, you know, the monies and the dollars and the cents and everything else. But those are big moments in my, in my opinion, especially that first one, right? You're like, man, we did this and, and we can do it again if we want to, but we, we, we pulled this off and we've got this property on the beach and we can walk down from our property that we worked so hard to, to get. And, you know, those are the things that just get me so fired up and inspired. I love hearing that stuff. Well, he taught me to grout. I was like, gosh, I've learned to grout a floor and mud, yeah. mud drywall holes. And yep. So it's, it's been neat for sure. Well, and one awesome. of the things with all the traveling that we've done, looking at various places, it's just been the two of us. And we've had so much fun. We have laughed more than we've laughed in a long time. We fussed a little bit too. So, right. but yeah. you know, it was one of those things, but we had so much fun. We went to Blue Ridge. We laughed about stupid stuff, about stupid just stuff. like yeah. car rides, and just car rides, trips. right? And it was just, and we enjoyed that time together because you know, with having a family and we're working all the time, you know, we're crossing paths a lot, right? But we have grown closer together through this process, and it's really been a lot of fun for us because our kids aren't too far off from once they go to college. You know, we got one who's going to be in college in in three or four years, yeah. and then we're just with the twins, and then, you know, five six years for them, you know, or seven years. Um, you know, they'll be going off, off to college or going out and doing something else. And so it's just the two of us then. Right. And so we've talked about this, like we, we enjoy doing this. We're not done with this first process. Yeah. Um, but we've always renovated. We renovated our house when we were dating. Yep. I mean, this is kind of, yeah. we've kind of done these things, yep. you know? And so we said like, how cool is it to build our portfolio? And like, this is what we do as, as the kids, like, this is our thing that we have together that we, you know, we have our own hobbies, but we have this together that we can yeah. do, enjoy and like yeah. build financial freedom and, uh, you know, help our kids in their futures while we're doing it. It's so it's and- so fun. Yeah, it's so yeah. fun. And, and I love hearing those stories. And so we're right in the middle of setup right now, right? You guys are working on it, doing some reno, getting it ready. When is yep. the launch date? Are we, do you have a, do you have an estimated launch date of what you guys are really planning on and, and trying to get it live on the market? Yeah. So December 1st, December 1st. that's our, that's our goal. We said, we just put a number out there. It's a December 1st. Okay. Um, probably going to be down there next weekend doing stuff. Uh, We're going to go Thanksgiving and do pictures. And... Yeah, Thanksgiving is a, the weekend we go out there to, to do pictures and things like that. And um, hopefully we have everything in order. You know, last weekend while we were there, um, we had a, you know, we were going to do some painting. We we're going to do some stuff and we got thrown a curveball. We got into a bathroom and it's on the lower section. We want we want it to really feel upscale on the lower section when we're done, right? The bedrooms, we want it to have those experiences, but downstairs, we want it to feel really, really nice. So we got in the bathroom, we took some pictures down and come to find out there was painted over wallpaper, sagging walls and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, okay. We're in, we, we, we're used to the wallpaper thing. We had that with, a, with our house uh, before. So we're like, all right, let's go ahead and take this wainscoting off. Let's see what this thing looks like. And, you know, we were we knew we were going to replace the vanity. By the time it was all done, I said, you know what? Let's make this bathroom coastal. So I shiplapped the whole thing last weekend. She regrouted the floor. And you walk through it now. We don't have a vanity in there yet. We're, gonna, we're getting ready to do that the next time we go down there. But the bathroom looks 20 times better than what it did before. And it doesn't even have a vanity in it. And right? it's better than what our plan was. But, it's, but it was a setback. It was a setback. Right. <laughs> Right. Um, so we're like, all making right, lemon, we'll lemons out of lemonade, right? right. It's like, well, we got to do something with it anyways. Let's go ahead and make it really nice. Make it really nice. Yeah. So, that's yeah. awesome. And, that's and, kind and, of the moral story. and yeah. what, do, when you, I would love your guys's opinion on this. There's something that I always talk about is that people confuse simple with easy. And a lot of times the things that we do are fairly simple, right? The process you're following is pretty simple for the most part, right? It's not rocket science. Pretty much mm-hmm. anybody can do it. But would you say it's easy? From a labor standpoint, I mean, it definitely takes it like takes effort. a while. It takes, it's like, not. Yeah, right. I always emotionally no. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on how fast you like the the acquisition state, emotionally that was very taxing on on yeah. uh, right all the travel. We're spending money. We're doing all these things. The market doesn't have hardly any inventory. Prices are inflated, overinflated. Um, so that was tough. The work part. It's physical labor. I like that kind of stuff. So it's hard work, you know, but it's yeah. 
it's a labor of love, I guess you would say. I yeah. don't mind doing that stuff where um, others others might. Uh, it's right. hard work, but it's enjoyable. Like at the end of the day, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night, you know, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm done. But man, look what we got done today. Right. right? Um, you're packing up your tools and packing up the truck and heading out. You're like, we made, made we made a difference this time, but it's still yeah. hard. Yeah, right? it simple, is. simple and easy definitely are, are two different things. That I've heard totally different about. things. So I say, I said, a lot of things are simple. Path of success, pretty simple. What we're doing, building these portfolios, pretty simple, but it's seldom easy. And it's, uh, it's being able to, which is why not everybody does it, right? It's, it's why we feel so good when we accomplish it, because we know that it was hard. We were able to roll up our sleeves and we had the grit and the determination to get through the bad days and deal with some of the setbacks. And we didn't throw up the white flag and give up, right? And we then we look back and we say, hey, man, this is ours. We're walking on the beach steps away from our property that we that we worked hard to get. Right. And mm -hmm. so the reward and the payoff is that much greater, in my opinion, because it's not easy. Right. And it's not right. something that everybody is willing to do. Most people aren't willing to take the first step, which is why I love these conversations. I love these types of stories. I love working with people willing to do that. And and it's so fun for me to be able to to hear it, but not only that, to share it with other people. And, and I appreciate you guys sharing that because it is when somebody hears it, like you guys said, you started with a podcast, right? You started hearing other people's stories and it's a way to pay it forward that, Hey, listen, this can happen for you. If you want it to, there's, there's paths forward. And there's a lot of people that can, you know, that have been there before you and have can show you the way and the path. And the path is fairly simple, but you got to be willing to roll up your sleeves and get things done. Now, that being said, that usually the really hard part is fairly short-lived. It's in the beginning of the process, in the beginning of that journey, right? Once yep. it's launched and once you're doing all that thing, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have setbacks. But now it becomes the really hard uphill battle is right now what you guys are going through. And that usually lasts six to nine months for most people, right? Mm -hmm. For you guys, it's been... It's been about five or six months right now, right? right. You got, you probably have another, we're, we're, you're going to launch in a month. And so that's right about the right timeline. And most people, if they realize that and they put it in, into perspective, that's a really short period of time where you really have to say, okay, I'm going to get things done. I'm going to, I'm going to work harder than I'm, than I'm having to work right now. Right. I'm going to put in double time. I'm going to make some trips down. I'm going to do things, you know, we're going to spend time learning the process and then implementing and taking action. And then if we do, we've got this thing built. And then guess what most of us decide to do again is oh, we yeah. do it all over again. Right? Like building a house, you say you'll never do it again. You know, yep. People do it all the time. And, and they do it all the time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, you mentioned something, um, having that, that motivation uh, or being motivated by listening to somebody else's experience. Yeah. We listen to a lot of podcasts with other people who went through these same things. And it's like, yep. They can do it, you know, listening to the one where the uh, the guy's property burned, uh, burned down, yeah, yeah. right? We listened to that. She's like, hey, you got to listen to this one. It's like, wow, they went through some stuff, right? Yeah. And um, it's like, okay, you know, they 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 said, we're going to keep on doing this. And they had that grit and determination to keep on, uh, keep on moving forward. And so. Well, and it wasn't all just like people who were investors and had, you know, $500,000 in the bank. And that was yes. huge for us. It was like, it literally, I kept, you know, it's like we would, we would hear, I would hear one or he would hear one. And I would say, Hey, you got to listen to episode such and such, because it just like spoke to us. They were people that yeah. had kids and were just working and doing, you know, just, they just, they felt like us. And so that was my motivation for reaching out to you was just the thought that we could be potentially help somebody who maybe didn't go back and hear those other ones, but maybe they're starting now and they yeah. might and think oh gosh they're you know they're just normal people and they're working and they they could do this and you could do it too kind of thing yeah it is it's so inspirational and you don't know who's listening right you don't you guys don't know who's listening to this episode and and the, somebody that might be listening saying man i can you know christine and kevin can do this i i'm i could probably do this too right and mm -hmm. so it's one of those things that's just it's really fun to share and people always it's interesting i've been doing this for a long time and and we hear from, you know, our members and people out there that they're like, Hey, I really appreciate you just kind of being open with the good, the bad, the ugly, right? You know, mm -hmm. you're, you're not really trying to filter out the hard part of this work. And which I think is important. I want people to walk into it with their eyes wide open. On the flip side, a lot of people in the industry and that I compete with, or, you know, other people in mentorship groups that I'm in, they say, man, you gotta, you gotta tone down the hard part of it, or people, people aren't going to want to do this. Right. And 
I feel the exact opposite of that. I said, well, you know, kind of you be you, I'll be me, right? And uh, yeah. But I appreciate hearing the the grit, determination from people that are, you know, we don't have, you know, silver spoons in, in our, you know, we didn't grow up with silver spoons in our mouths. And we had to, we had to go through hard times. And, and you, when you hear other people doing it, you're like, Hey, I can do it too. Right. That's, that's pretty, that to me is more inspirational. I like hearing that stuff because oh, yeah. the flip side of that is at the end of every episode, and we're, we're kind of getting there anyway. So we might as well just run there and roll to that is I always ask if you no, know, knowing the journey, knowing the hard times, you know, would you do it again? Is it something you would do it again? You know, and, and, and do you have plans to do it again? And and so yeah. I'd love you to speak to that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, our goal is for sure to, you know, we've got the the beach thing now and we, we loved the mountains. We'll go back. You know, we just, it was, it was not a never, it was a not right now kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. So on one hand, it's hard to say that you'll do it again when you're in the thick of it and you're, you know, like cross-eyed from looking at accent chairs and yeah. stock photos or whatever. But at the same time, I hundred percent like am already thinking. Yeah, we're, we're, what what do we do next, right? And so, um, you know, if we want to, you know, we've talked about this before. Retirement, we're still a ways away from retirement, but as we build our portfolio, you know, eventually being, you know, in that place that we want to be for retirement, right? Maybe, maybe these assets help us get help get us to that ultimate location. Matter of fact, the people that we bought this place off of, they were selling multiple assets to go to their, what they call their forever home, their last beach house, right? And so it was kind of cool. It was like, you know what? That, that may be us, you know, that later on in 20, in 20 years, right? We say, you know what? We've got all these different vacation assets. Um, you know, now we keep two. We spend six months at the beach, spend six months on the mountain and tell the kids to catch up with us catch up with us wherever we're at, you know? Right, right. Come join us and uh, yeah. we're whatever, whatever vacation home we're, we're joining at the time. Right. Yeah. So awesome. Awesome guys. Well, listen, before we end, the last thing I would like to ask you both is, do you have anything, any advice? Like, you know, you, you said it was really scary in the beginning, you know, taking that first step is scary. Anything looking back that you would tell somebody or wish you could have heard yourself before you dove into the game or, you know, give yourself any of that advice of, you know, here's what I would do different, or here's what I wish I knew going into it, or, or just had some, something that, cause there's, there's people out there that haven't taken that first step. And, and sometimes, or there's people that are right in the middle of it. Like you said, in the thick of it and you're cross-eyed and you're like, I don't know, I don't know what direction to go from here. Any, anything that comes to mind of what you would, would love to tell your, you know, your, your younger self before you dove into it? Well, you know, for me, one, like even just speaking to people now, right. Find that network of people who understand and have knowledge, right. You're not by yourself, you know, and thinking about this beforehand, you know, before we, we joined the group, I wish I would have known what, how, you know, how much there was from that network, right? And yeah. um, didn't understand all the availability of knowledge and experience that there was out there. Now, I think it would have helped me make the decision a little bit faster, right? And yeah. would have made me more comfortable with, you know, taking that that leap of faith. And really, that was a big piece for me. But the other part of it is, even when you're in this, right, you just got to stay the course. You got to grind this out. It is it is long. It is um, it is taxing. So it's um, you just got to stick with it. And if you take take the training that you that you've been given and you move forward with it, things will things will happen. Well, and awesome. I would say it's a marathon, not a sprint. Uh, but I'll be cheesy because I'm a runner, and so I feel like that's a good analogy in the sense of you know it's okay to you know, if you get tired, whatever, it's like, okay to walk for a minute and then you can always start running again. But it's like, don't, don't throw in the towel. Don't quit. Don't, you know, don't just, don't just go out of the gate so hard and fast and then you're winded and then you give up and you tuck her out, you know, be, be the, be the, be the tortoise, not the hare, I guess. Yeah. I I love that. Both, both pieces of advice are huge, right? You know, understand that, Hey, listen, there's, there's other people that have run down the road before you and you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to, you don't have to learn the school of hard knocks, which is a really expensive school. Right. And so, so find those, those mentors, those communities, you know, and, and obviously we've got great places to start at Odyssey and we've got such an amazing community. Mm-hmm. I think that by far and away the best in the world. And so if you're uh, looking for a good one, we're here. But that second piece is exactly that. Take a step forward every day. You're going to have days 
where you're just feeling like you're running, you're full of energy. You just, you know, you just are, you have it, but you're also going to have those days where you don't even feel like taking a step out the door. Right. And, and you have to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take advantage of those days that you're running. But most of the days, you're just taking a couple steps walking down the road. And before you know it, you're going to look back and man, think, man, look how far I've come, right? And mm-hmm. so exactly, like, don't don't give up when you have those hard days. Do whatever you can to pick that one thing to take that step forward every day. But it's okay to have bad days. Everybody has bad days. There's yeah. nothing that, there's no person out there in the world that doesn't have bad days. And it's being able to say, okay, I'm not going to let the bad day stop me in my tracks and stop me from moving forward period right yeah. and so just keep the keep the pace keep them keep moving forward and you're exactly right it is a it is a marathon this is a long-term process a long-term journey and really that front part of it is you know I, i'm not a runner so christine correcting me if i'm wrong but i've heard from runners that that first couple miles is sometimes the hardest miles that they're running you know after they hit the the couple mile mark they're like okay i'm i'm good now you know right into until they're talking about like marathons and they're 20 miles down they're like okay those last three are really hard too you know but but i've heard that like that after you kind of get that momentum going you're you're okay right things are good and sometimes yeah, well, people want to give up right in the very beginning right so did, did, is that right? I don't know, Christine. Is that, 100%. Is that like okay. the first couple miles? You're just, it's basically like you're warming up, you know, right. so, and yeah. then, after that, then you're kind of more in cruise control and you, you've got a pace. And so that, I've never hit the cruise control for myself on a run. So I've, 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 I've you, you either, Kevin, we're not, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've never hit that cruise control part. So I'm, I'm still waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, awesome guys. Listen, I, very, very much appreciate you sharing your story and joining us. This is really, really fun and allowing other people to hear your story, be inspired by it, you know, and, and being able to listen to it and say, hey, listen, uh, you know, there's there's a lot to relate to in your story. And so I appreciate you sharing it with us. And those of you that are joining us listening, we always appreciate you spending it with us. We know how valuable your time is and listening and joining us on these podcasts is very, very important to us. And we hope you got a lot of value out of it. You guys know listening. I always ask you for two favors at the end of every episode. And that first one is if you got some value out of it, or you know somebody who would love to listen to the show and would get value out of it, they might be in the middle of something like this themselves. Please like it and share the show with somebody that you know. If you've got you know more than 30 seconds, whatever platform you're on, give us a uh, write us a review if it's on the podcast platform or YouTube, wherever you're watching or listening. Those things really do help us spread the message and share stories like this that are so motivational and inspirational. And that final thing that you guys know I always ask you is to pick one thing you can do today to start building that life you don't want to take a vacation from. Cheers, my friends. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit bodicey.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.